Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings, and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. I've only got you for about a half hour tonight, so we got to jump right on in. Welcome in. It's the Great Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. As always, if you want to uh, chime in on what we're talking about, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet in at me as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Fairmount Baseball to get into uh, in our next segment. We're going to dive into what I think is turning into maybe the most interesting narrative leading into the baseball offseason, and I know it's the baseball offseason already. We're not we're in it. We're not leading into it, but really we're leading into it. Nothing has really happened of note uh, in terms of players yet. And there are some things that are being said from different sides of uh, of people who are uh, connected to how much money is going to be spent league wide this year. And we're going to jump into that coming up in our uh, next segment. Want to lead off, though, with college basketball because SLU in action tonight. That's why we are getting done a little bit early at Chaffetz Arena. They are going to play host to Lincoln. SLU 1-0 coming off a good win against Southern Indiana 75-63 their last time out. And here early on in the season, some of the things you're kind of looking for, uh, are players able to follow up good performances with another good performance. You look at uh, what Terrence Hargrove Jr. did in that first game against USI with the uh, 27 points that tied a career best and then he set a new career high with uh, 15 rebounds. What does he do tonight? Uh, Larry Hughes had a a really nice performance as uh, he reached his uh, career high now in uh, consecutive uh, games scored 12 points on Monday hitting uh, three three three-pointers and so he's somebody who as it looks like he is ready to take a, a big step forward, what is he going to do? You know, early on in the season, and this is no disrespect, no disrespect whatsoever to a team like Lincoln, but when you've got some young, unproven kind of guys like a like a Larry Hughes second, you you this is an opportunity for them to really start uh, feeling good, an opportunity for them to kind of feel what they want to feel and be able to start putting together a really solid season. So it's it's a tough turnaround. You play a couple exhibition games, and then you open up the regular season on Monday against a pretty good team. Uh, you don't get a whole lot of time to prepare for this uh, for this game. But you know what? 
you got to be able to do this. If you want to go where you want to go, you have to be able to win games that are played uh, back-to-back days and winning two, you know, playing two out of three days, things like that. These are all experiences that that help you. When it comes to building out a non-conference schedule, you want to be able to mimic a lot of things that you're going to see in the season, whether it's during conference season, whether it's during postseason, and while you're not going to see a team like Lincoln in those uh, in those spots, you are going to be uh, forced into some situations where you're playing a couple games in a short amount of time. So being able to do this here early on in the season and taking some of that momentum from that Southern Indiana game and trying to put it on the floor tonight, I think that is something to, uh, to certainly keep an eye out for. Missouri basketball, they are not going to play again until Friday. That's when they are set to match up again against Memphis. That game is going to be played in Columbia. But did want to mention this, and uh, this is this is a really good development for Missouri basketball. They have signed the nation's number two class on the first day of the early signing period. Uh, they announced a number of players who had uh, committed to the program. And now this is a top 10 class for just the second time in program history. The only other time they've had a top 10 class was back in 2017 when they signed the number four class. So the number two class in the nation with five top 100 commits, uh, they are, this is a, this is very, very notable. Uh, uh, Missouri and Duke are the only schools with more than three student athletes featured in the top 100. So, uh, this is an elite recruiting class for Missouri that they announced today. Now, more things can certainly happen moving forward, but uh, a lot of a lot of the hard work goes into uh, getting guys locked in for this early signing period, and that's what the Tigers have done. So uh, kudos uh, to that entire program and obviously being led uh, by their head coach and Dennis Gates, who had an opportunity to do something pretty special with this recruiting class, and it certainly looks like it's going to be just that. We'll take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk uh, Major League Baseball and specifically the finances of Major League Baseball because some things are being said at the GM meetings that I think are worth taking note of, and they're not all pointing in the same direction. One side saying one thing, another side is saying another. What's true? What's going to kind of preview what it's going to look like this offseason in terms of free agent money that's being spent? How does that impact the Cardinals? We'll get into that in just a moment as we roll on with the Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We roll on 
on with a Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Only have you for about another 20 minutes as we will get out of here early tonight for St. Louis University Billikens basketball. Slew in action this evening against Lincoln. Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr. have the call of the game. 6.45 for the pregame and then uh, the game will tip off just a little bit after 7 o'clock here on KMOX. So, I am very intrigued by something when it comes to the baseball offseason, specifically the way money is going to be spent. The Minnesota Twins have basically announced that payroll is going to go in a downward direction in Minnesota. Uh, The Twins just had a really nice season. They had a 10% attendance increase. Um... They 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 won the division. They they were good in the postseason. I mean, there was there was a lot of positive things about the Minnesota Twins, and you would think that they would take that and turn it into wanting more, or take the attendance increase and saying, okay, this is an opportunity to push forward with payroll. They are going to do the exact opposite of that. Instead, they are going to lower payroll this offseason in Minnesota. They are blaming the regional sports network situation and the uncertainty on where that RSN money is going to be coming from moving forward. And we've talked a lot about the RSN situation on this show. That's not a topic for right now because it's a it's a deep topic. But basically, they don't know what their TV money is going to look like moving forward, so they are going to reduce payroll this year. We talked about it the other day. The San Diego Padres took out a loan for $50 million to be able to cover payroll. They did not, they were not liquid enough to be able to cover payroll. So they had to uh, take out a loan. That doesn't mean that they didn't have that money from a, a, the ownership group could have easily put their own money into it. Obviously, the value of these franchises is very, very high. So nobody's saying that the Padres are in a tough financial situation. They just ran into a spot where from a from a liquidity standpoint and having cash on hand, they didn't have it. So they took out a loan for $50 million to, uh, to cover their payroll. They're going to be okay. So that's one side of it. And if you've watched what's happened in baseball year after year after year, generally industry trends happen. You very rarely see... 10 teams lower payroll, 10 teams stand pat, and 10 teams increase payroll. That just doesn't happen. Generally, the industry moves together, where the vast majority of teams are doing the same sort of thing. So if I'm sitting here saying, well, the Twins are going to lower payroll, I think the Padres are going to lower payroll, I think the Mets are probably going to lower payroll. They, they, they did to a certain extent with the trades that they made uh, last season at the trade deadline. You start to say, okay, is this going to be an industry thing where a lot of teams are lowering payroll? And I don't want to see that happen. I've always been of the belief that it's it's good for baseball, it's good for sports, it's good for everybody involved when lots of money is being spent. Now, maybe it's maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe it's not as good for the Cardinals because I do think the Cardinals are able to take advantage when there's teams out there that don't want to spend money. When, when the Colorado Rockies say, you know what, we'll pay you to take Nolan Arenado because we don't want to pay his full salary. When you run into situations like that, the Cardinals are historically very good at taking advantage of those situations. So that's one side of it. The other side of it comes from Super Agent Scott Boris, who met with the media today at the general manager's meetings. And he always does these 
state of baseball slash Scott Boris media addresses. He, he'll do this at the GM meetings. He'll do them at the winter meetings. He has a lot to say. And if you listen to him talk, and of course he's going to say this, of course he's going to push this because his livelihood is connected to players making money and his job is to represent players. And as someone representing players, you want salaries and payrolls to be going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. So he was talking today, uh, our guy John Denton from MLB.com and Cardinals.com quoted uh, a lot of what uh, John Denton had to say on his uh, Twitter account. Um, Talked, uh, Boris talked about St. Louis and uh, what they need and, and what they can be going after from a pitching standpoint, from a more big picture standpoint. Uh, he was critical of teams in the NL Central overall, so the Cardinals included, but the Cubs and the Brewers probably wasn't thinking so much about the Reds and Pirates because with all due respect to those teams, uh, they are not the teams that are generally uh, real involved in, in free agency, at least not at the highest levels. Uh, but but Boris was very critical towards teams in the NL Central, saying that teams in this division are more focused on winning the division than they are building themselves up for a World Series run. I think he says that in, in part because of the absolute lack of success that NL Central teams have had in the postseason. We know about the Cardinals' lack of postseason success. Uh, The Brewers recently haven't had all that much postseason success. They got knocked out pretty early on this year. So uh, they're just there. The NL Central is a weird division with and you you have these teams that you think have the potential to do something in the playoffs and they never seem to do much of anything. And Scott Boris was very critical of that. He also and, and this is this is where. What he had to say conflicts with where I think the industry might be going this offseason. He was he spent some time talking about Jordan Montgomery and his value. But he also mentioned the fact that there are a lot of high-level teams, teams that expect to win, teams that expect to play at the highest level, that are going to be looking for multiple starting pitchers. Of course, that includes the Cardinals. And Uh, He specifically mentioned uh, teams like the Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals, Dodgers, Braves, Cubs, and Mets as being teams that are historically pretty darn good, historically in the postseason, historically making postseason runs as teams that did not do so well in the postseason this year and basically saying the onus is on these teams to spend money and make a, a splash in free agency. So you have these teams that historically have done some version of that, teams that have very high expectations, and teams that have lots of holes in their roster. The Cardinals are not the only team that need multiple starting pitchers. Let's be very clear on that. That's one of the most challenging things about what the Cardinals have to do in terms of acquiring starting pitching is they are going to have to win out in some bidding wars if they are going to accomplish what they want to accomplish or they're going to have to pull off some trades that nobody expected in the trade and in doing so, they are going to lose some major league talent. We talk over and over and over. It seems like the guy who might have as much trade value as anybody on the major league roster is a Nolan Gorman and I don't want to see the Cardinals trade Nolan Gorman. I think if you've got a guy who can play second base and hit you 30 home runs, that doesn't generally exist. There are not that many second basemen out there with that kind of power. 
that can be a difference-making type player for you, and I don't want to see him walking out the door because the team needs pitching. But if they are not successful in the free agent market, if the price becomes too high for starting pitching and they say this just isn't the sandbox that we can play in anymore, well, then all of a sudden you come back around on trades and somebody like Nolan Gorman might have to get moved if they're really going to improve the starting rotation the way that they would uh, they would like to do so. So I'm just, I'm very intrigued because it feels like the industry, the baseball industry, like the, the owners and teams are doing insane things that would indicate there's going to be a number of teams that are rolling payroll back this year after a ton it was crazy at the winter meetings last year. You look at the money that was thrown around, and you thought that that might start to be the trend again coming off a new collective bargaining agreement, and last year was the first full year of the new CBA. And now it seems like, well, maybe not. Maybe baseball is going to kind of go back to doing what they were doing just a few years ago where they're pumping the brakes on on how much money they're going to spend and where top-tier, top-level players are probably still going to get theirs but then salaries are really going to be driven down beyond that. So that's that's the one side. And then the other side is you've got somebody like Scott Boris who is saying things that would make you believe that the teams who have the highest expectations for themselves and who have a fan base with high expectations, those are the teams that did not play specific, you know, real well this past season, and they've got to be able to go make a splash in free agency. And if you're going to make a splash in free agency, you got to spend a lot of money. So stay tuned on this. This is, I just want to mention this today. We won't really know completely what direction this is going in, probably until we get to the winter meetings and some of these free agents really start to come off the board. But it is, um, I just, I find these two statements, not even statements, of the, these two forces that are trying to kind of push things in different directions. I find this to be very interesting. And all the while you have a Cardinals team that's got so much to do. And I do think it benefits the Cardinals if across baseball teams are spending less money. Because we talked about yesterday the comments that were made about John by John Mozalock about them trying to get their payroll back to the expected payroll of this past year, even though they never got it. Well, I talk in terms of payroll comparison. Yeah, if you're if you're spending $200 million a year and the average payroll across baseball is $185 million, then you're above. If the average payroll across baseball is $220 million, then you've got some work to do. So that, that's the idea here. $200 million is not always just $200 million. got to look at it in terms of what other teams are doing, how much money other teams are paying on their payroll. So sitting this, setting this hard, defined number that you want to hit as your payroll, I think it is somewhat dependent upon the open market and what other teams do. And that's why teams uh, moving forward or uh, moving back uh, in terms of their payroll certainly could impact the Cardinals. All right, one more break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. We'll get you ready for St. Louis University basketball as we roll on with just a moment. It's Grimbar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. This edition of a Grimmar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Done early today for SLU Basketball. SLU and Lincoln are uh, 
broadcast begins in about eight minutes right here on KMOX with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. My name is Matt Pauley, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski in studio today. I learned something about Matt. Uh, he ordered KFC for lunch slash dinner, whatever it was. We are in the uh, Park Pacific building in downtown St. Louis. We share a building with a KFC. When you walk out the front door of KMOX, you can take maybe 20, 25 steps and you are at the front door of KFC. Today I learned that Matt Pajeski ordered his KFC on the app or online or something. He then went into the garage as opposed to going down to the bottom level. He went into the garage. He got in his car he drove out of the garage, sat in the drive-thru for KFC, picked his food up in the drive-thru, and then drove back into the garage and came back in. So instead of taking 20 to 25 steps to walk in the front door of KFC, he made the uh, very gas-conscious decision to drive to the KFC drive-thru for a restaurant that is in the exact same building as our radio station. So... Matt Pajeski, I look to you. Would you like to defend your decision today to drive to the KFC drive-thru on what was also a beautiful day weather-wise? I think the uh, drive-thru is a bit quicker. I think you get no way. I think you get quicker service in no. the drive-thru. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No, there's this. Look, they're not. Uh, they're not hurting for money at this KFC. There's a lot of uh, places in downtown St. Louis that are not busy. This KFC is consistently busy, and there's always like six or seven cars in the drive-through. How many cars were in the drive-through when you went through? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Really? So you went at a, but you still, you still spent money in gas that you did not need to spend by doing that. Didn't make a dent. Sure did. It cost uh, it cost a little money to start the car to Ten drive cents. down. Maybe. Hey, Ten you know what? Ain't gonna kill me. Every cent matters. Every cent matters. Now, if you were to tell me that you didn't feel comfortable walking down the streets of downtown St. Louis, even if it's 20, 25 steps, I could actually kind of get we see some things outside of our uh outside of our building. There is there are some weird and odd things. And as somebody who at one point got my car broken into in our actual garage, like I could understand that. But the idea of going to your and by the way, I think it takes longer for you to go to your car, get in your car, start your car, drive out of the garage, get to the drive-through, and then drive back around the building, go back into the garage, back into your spot, and walk back in. I think that takes a significantly more significantly more time than just going down to the bottom floor and walking into KFC. When I'm in the car, I can turn on KMOX. That's what I. That's why I do it. You know what? You've got the Odyssey app on your phone, and you can just have your uh, your earbuds. On you can walk in there, so that's I understand what you're trying to do there. You are trying to disarm me by lifting up the station. I I know what you're doing there, but I will I will take what you said and I will counter with the Odyssey app. You can just go that way. All right, I'll I'll make a note for next time. All right, just I couldn't believe it. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should be less uh, judgmental. That's what we're called to be, not judgmental. But he drove what was a 25 step difference. Or a 25-step walk, because he did. He, you heard the excuse from him. That's it for this edition of a Graybar Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks so much for being tuned in. Don't go anywhere. 
slew Billikens basketball, looking for a 2-0 start to the season. They match up against Lincoln tonight. Bob Ramsey, Earl Austin Jr., they've got the call of the game. Our broadcast begins in four minutes right here on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.